Welcome to the Weekend Sober with Kim and Katsia. As moms in our early 40s, we each struggled with alcohol for the majority of our adult lives. We both stopped drinking at about the same time in November of 2020. We didn't know each other back then, but we eventually met through the sober Instagram community. On our podcast, we talk about how our lives have healed due to the growth we've experienced in sobriety. We share stories of motherhood, marriage, and friendship, and chat all about life without alcohol. We also enjoy talking with a variety of guests about their experiences with getting sober. We're so glad you're here. Hi, this episode is from uh, Kim and Jen in Mexico. Um, We recorded this on our very last day and we are going to talk to you about our whole retreat. Uh, Right now I'm back in Boston, but uh, this was recorded um, on our last day and we had a really great time. So um, I think sober travel is a really important topic for a lot of people. So I think there's some really good tidbits in this episode and some really good pieces of advice if you are going on vacation for the first time sober with friends or family. So stay tuned. Or we could look at each other. Or we could look at the screen. Um, okay. We are live from Mexico. We are in Playa del Carmen. And it has been a really great, really great week. Um, I like downplayed it. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It has been absolutely amazing. Let's not do that. Um, I feel so relaxed and energetic and energized kind of both right um and also like lucky I feel lucky that I was given this opportunity just because of where I'm at in my life yeah and then also lucky that I've met so many amazing people yeah and also lucky that my husband has held down the fort which I know isn't it between the two of us we have seven kids yeah and so that is very hard to you know, yeah. do. And so I understand that it's not something that's easy, right? but it's so necessary. Um, yeah. I'm to- so fortunate that my husband was able to do this and take the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so sometimes it's easier said than done to like be able to have these experiences, but I think s- figuring it out and making it work was n- not easy, but worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Worth it. We, um, Jen and I have been here since last Wednesday. It is now Tuesday, so it's almost a week. And we had a total of 11 ladies here, well, including us. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at the Blue Diamond Resort, Boutique Resort in Playa del Carmen. Mm-hmm. And this retreat has been just, it was really, truly incredible because for the most part, um, we knew everybody, um, Jen knew some of people, I knew some people and, you know, we brought this group together, but not everybody knew 
one another. So and a lot of us had never met in real life. In person. Right. I had actually never met any of the people that I quote unquote knew. I only knew them from Zoom meetings. I only knew you from Uh, online. (laughs) Online. Yeah. So you had never met anybody in person. No. And I and a lot of these people hadn't met any other people in in person. person. Yeah. Um, so they really did take a chance on themselves to, you know, have this experience, which that's probably really nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. I knew a a good amount of people and had met them in person because the Boston sober in the suburbs people knew one another. Um, but yeah, I'd never met you. Mm -hmm. And I think that right away we kind of cut through the bullshit because there's, you know, when you're sober, there's this ability to connect right off the bat. And if, you know, if you have any amount of sobriety under your belt, you understand what we mean by that. I think, um, you just want to sit and talk. Right. Yep. And I think that we did that right away. Right. You know, like we went to dinner immediately, everybody kind of got in late in the afternoon on Thursday and everybody was just very eager to get to know one another and talk about their stories. And, there was just this mutual level of respect and understanding and excitement and excitement and need to um, just connect and And share and not waste any moments. Yeah. Not waste any moments on the, like you said, the bullshit, like you don't want the small talk. Yeah. Yeah. We actually realized at the end that we never did any kind of icebreakers with anyone Mm -hmm. because we just went right to the important meaty stuff, you know? And I feel like the, that is just something that comes naturally without, you know, being forced in. And without the alcohol present to make that, uh, I don't know. To facilitate the the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely facilitates, I feel like a lot of just like surface level conversation. Yeah. And surface, and also it puts up when you, when you're drinking, it, allows you to, I, I don't know, it makes you somebody that you're not, right? And mm-hmm. it, it, you want to put up this front when you're drinking and you want to put, you want to be, you know, kind of prove yourself. You but want there, everyone to like you. You want everyone to like you, but there, was, there wasn't there was any of that. We were just, it was a very judgment-free, um, safe space the entire time we were here. And everybody I've never laughed so much. I've I laughed so hard. I mean, I it was just um I never felt uh, you know like I had to put my guard up. I never felt I mean, um, please, you would run out of dinner. You're like, yeah. got to go to bed. It's yes. like literally Kim would <laughs> there was no worrying about what other people might think about what you need for yourself, yes. right? You yep. were the queen of just the yep. dinner literally ended and you're like Peace out. Yep. I I'm going to bed. I was I would literally get my dessert, finish it, and like, okay, guys, I'm done. I love you all, but I cannot sit here any longer. I was just done. Right. And, and nobody people, took offense. Everyone's like, okay. No, that's, and that's what she does. People okay. did what they needed for themselves in order to take out what they needed for this trip for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, for some it was important to like have the post dinner kind of talk debrief and yeah and some around, people wait. just wanted yeah. to like I would go back and sit in my room in silence I never turned the tv on once in my room and in no judgment to anyone that did but like what I needed was like to to just enjoy the silence take in the day and 
just realize like how fortunate I am to be able to have these experiences and remember all of the experiences yes, remembering and, it and not waking up hungover. Yeah. The shame, there's no shame. Like it, there's right. no, to, I have never, um, I've never been on a girl's trip that doesn't involve drinking. I've never been on a girl's dinner, right? Like even though I'm two years sober, like I just didn't put myself in those positions because no one in my real life, no one provided them. Well, no one in my real life doesn't drink around me. All of my, you know, friends that I've met throughout the different pieces of my sobriety don't live necessarily right by me. Um, And so to have this group of women out in the wild, right? Literally, it's the jungle Literally, we are in the wild. (laughs) Being able to have those experiences that I had in rehab, right? Those were the best parts of what I had in rehab rehab was a connection and then just getting to know people without the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I would get up early this vacation or trip that I keep calling vacation, but you know, this retreat, um, this life changing, this life changing retreat, retreat. Um, I got up early in the dark and you know, I'm a morning person. So I jump out of bed, energize, have my coffee work out, um, have more coffee, have more coffee, more coffee. This resort has never seen so many people consume so much coffee, but, we, um, yeah. yeah, we did started with yoga and, you know, meditation on the beach every day, watching the sunrise, yeah. um, and followed by more coffee <laughs> and breakfast group breakfast. And then people would sort of disperse and, um, you know, go to their massages and their spa appointments. And some of us would hang by the pool on the beach and read or yeah. chit chat or what journal, whatever you needed to do for yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, being able, especially when you have kids and you're on a vacation with kids, it's kind of like, what do they need? What do we need to do, you know, mm-hmm. for them? Who needs sunscreen? Who needs, you know, oh my God. but when you're I didn't just have to sunscreen, anybody, well, you sunscreen plenty yourself. I did. I'm sunscreening <laughs> myself. I used three bottles, <laughs> but to like really just be like, when do I want to eat? Mm-hmm. I don't need to go when anyone else is We, you know, and it just, it was such freedom and to make those decisions confidently without worrying about what other people mm-hmm. um, wanted to do or needed to do or what you had to do for other people. Yeah. And this resort was really cool in the sense that it was this, it's a adults only, which is lovely. Um, and you take these little bikes and ride along this path down to the beach, to the pool, and then back to your room and just the freedom to hop on a bike, like a little kid. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need your cover up. You just get on with your bathing suit and, you know, you can ride back to your room. All right, guys, I'll be right back. I'm just going to head back to my room. And, and you just, the independence of not needing to really, yeah, not needing to have your, like deal with your children or deal with anybody but yourself. You're just like, I worried about myself, but even though I was responsible for this group, this retreat, like I knew that everyone was like independently doing what they needed for themselves. And I needed to do what I needed for myself. But I was still like, I knew like it was, you know, it was like this healthy balance of unknowing that I could come back to this group and take what I needed and, and come and sit and chat and do, and be able to provide what other people needed too, but like in a, you know, non-motherly way. Yes, exactly. Non-motherly way. But with the bikes, I actually think about the very first day when we were here and we got on the bikes and it was wobbly. It was like nerve wracking. I hadn't ridden a 
bike like this since the 80s. Like, let's be honest. Like, it, it's not your not your 2024 bike. No, it's, um, it's rickety. It's old. It's rusty. Yeah. And so it is like have like you you get on something for the first time and you're a little bit nervous it's like how is this going to go am I going to be able to like ride this bike and after like the first day you're like okay I got this you know and it, it was actually funny because you know had I been the old me 1.0 yep. version I would not have ridden the bike because I've been worried about what people thought that I looked like on the bike. I've been worried that I would fall off the bike or whatever, you know, whatever. I probably would have fallen off the bike because of the (laughs) drinking, the things, you know, the alcohol flowing through my veins. But now you get on the bike and you are confident, even if you don't, you're like, I might fall off, but it's okay. I'm going to get back on. And it just, it's like, you know, there, (laughs) there are times where you're like, I missed this. Like, and it was kind of like, I missed the, like the confidence to just yeah. do what, you know, deep down you want to do and then you what can you, do. You can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, for me, I, when I would just say to you guys at dinner, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to go and head back now to my room alone. There, the old me would have been lacking the confidence to a say that because I would have been like waiting for everybody else to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't have been able to get on a bike and ride through the dark jungle alone (laughs) because I would have been scared and I would have been like, I need to drink more to be able to have the courage to do that. Then you would have been in the, then I would have been falling in the trees. Um, but yeah, the courage to do these little things, it sounds so trivial and maybe to somebody who isn't here, can't really picture it. But, um, but yeah. you also didn't worry about what people thought right. about you getting up and doing what you needed to do for yourself. Yes. There was no judgment. You didn't have FOMO, which you were going to miss out yes, on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There was no FOMO. Yes. Mm-hmm. I lived in the present. I was like mm-hmm. here now, mm-hmm. right? Like, so when you, you don't worry about what you missed, you enjoy what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, exactly. Yes. And I had lovely conversations at every meal. Every time I was with these ladies, we just, I learned something new about Mm -hmm. somebody else and we mixed it up and sat with different people. And what was so incredible was that we were all from very different, you know, I knew a handful of people from the Boston area, but there were people from, you know, other parts of the country that I had never met and, um, you know, very different backgrounds and stories yet. But so many connections. So many weird connections. And that's what's amazing is that you thought you had this very unique, interesting story Mm -hmm. until you put it out there in the universe and then saw that other people are nodding along and then somebody else had something very similar happen to them. Yeah, that was, it's wild. The the stuff that people were sharing, we're like, oh my gosh. Because you really don't, even though we were with all these women who we knew were sober, there's all of this shame that people still mm-hmm. are carrying around with them that that they were able to get out and release I feel like here so where they did they realize that that piece of them is not so scary and so embarrassing because other mm-hmm. people have literally walked the same path yeah yeah um Jen and I had such a great time doing this that we're definitely going to do it again. We want to probably come back here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the staff here. The resort itself was so lovely. Um, 
such a great experience. So we'll probably be doing this again. Um, yeah, it was just a really yeah. Not that we're probably we're definitely doing yeah, it we're again definitely because doing it again there it was definitely it was something that was life changing not only for this group of women but for ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. like I did not. I love my family, but I didn't have that feeling like I guilt that I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. here like doing what I need for myself, mm-hmm. and you know that now you'll come back so right. recharged like to be a better mom for them and well just present even and- we took a walk this morning and on the beach and you know just kind of reflecting on the week and all of a sudden we looked up and we're walking along this beautiful beach and we are literally covered in black shit mm-hmm. like i don't know sludge it wasn't ocean shit. shit it wasn't it wasn't ocean literal shit, shit. It, no, was, it was it was it was seaweed it was black but seaweed. the water was black and it literally made me laugh because i'm like we are walking through shit right now. It was not shit, but it was, let's call it shit. Um, and we didn't see it because we weren't looking for it, but we just kept walking. And then all of a sudden the water was clear again. And we yeah. can kind of like, okay, so we learned from that. And then when we were walking back down the beach, we walked around it so we didn't have to walk through it again. But it's kind of like you have to have these experiences and walk through the hard things in order to get out on the other side. Yeah. And then you have the tools in order to not avoid them, but be aware of them mm-hmm. and be able to navigate life appropriately. Yeah. And then when we were walking back, a woman came up to us and she said, what happened to you when you were walking that way? Cause she saw us screaming and yelling and running through the water because she was yeah. like, what did you, what <laughs> was in the water that made you scream like little kids? <laughs> Um, yeah, I wish we had a video of that <laughs> because you know what it was. And this is what we then talked about afterwards is this woman saw a completely different version of yeah. what we experienced. She saw something that looked exciting and she wanted to like know all about it. And yeah, she, thought, she thought there was like some cool fish or something animal that, and we're like, no, it was just dirty seawater. <laughs> and she's like, that's not what I was expecting at all. So I guess the point of that is, is like what you see in someone is maybe not reality, right? Yeah, like yeah, what you, yeah. the story you create for yourself or for others is not necessarily what reality. I love is. how Jen sees metaphors in every situation. I, everything. Everything. I love Life is one big metaphor. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it is, it's, it is, that's like, it is because the same thing when we were going into the ocean swimming, right. It was beautiful. It was all Sandy. And then all another metaphor, get ready for this. Yeah. Hold on. Put your seatbelt on. But so all these rocks were underneath the water and you couldn't see them and they hurt to like get. You had to walk through a little bit of rock. Yes. Right. And it was interesting to see the different ways people dealt with it. Yeah. Cause we all went into the ocean. We, we had to go to an ocean swim. So yeah. the whole group of us, this was on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. And the whole group went in the ocean and we all dealt with it very differently Yeah, through these, this pain, right. That yeah. people experience. Some people just walk straight through it. They just like slowly the, just, put, yeah. Or some people ran through it and just, just hid the pain on their face. Yeah. Some, some people jumped over it. Some people dove through it. Some people were paralyzed and stopped mid mid and screamed and cried. Yeah. That might've been you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then me, well, let's say what I did. So yeah. I 
was surprised by them, even though everyone else had experienced it. It like surprised me that there were these painful rocks. Even though you knew it was coming. Even though I knew it was coming. I got knocked over by a wave. I went down underneath the water. I stood up still in the rocks and I had to fight my way through that to get to the beautiful soft sand. And it was just- That's sobriety. Yeah, it is. How do you get through it? If do you stand there and scream and cry and complain about it? Do you fall down and go under the water? And or do you walk straight through and don't complain? Right. And everyone had a different path. And yeah. we all were able to talk about it and laugh about yeah. it. And we all got through to and the soft sand. We did. And there was no judgment on how you did it. Yeah. Right. It was like it no just, judgment. You we just all, did. But we did all laugh at one another. <laughs> but that's part of sobriety too, that is laughing. Part, yeah. I yeah. feel like laughing yeah. is so much easier now. Yeah. And then once we were in the soft sand, we all stayed out there and floated around and peed on one another. Because <laughs> I definitely peed in the ocean when oh I was out there. <laughs> that sounds weird, but yeah. I did. <laughs> but there were people who weren't swimmers who didn't like yeah. the ocean who still did it and went yeah, out there and enjoyed out. the moment, yeah. you know, yeah. and did hard, scary things. And then I think the last thing, what was such a poignant moment for people is being able to we, we collected shells and rocks on the beach Mm -hmm. and we wrote, you know, like messages of hope to ourselves and then also to others that we left and hid hope shells along Mm -hmm. the beach. But then we wrote shame things that we were harboring inside of us, um, that we wanted to leave here. We wrote those out on the rocks and threw them into the ocean and kind of just like made peace with, let it go. Yeah. Which do I can do another metaphor? No, yeah, let it no, go. No, no, There's no a more, lot of th- no more. <laughs> songs that have a lot of good metaphors. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a great week, and we can't wait to come back. We can't. So, and we, yeah, we we definitely are doing this again because yeah. this was yeah this was good. So peace out from Mexico, y'all. <laughs> As Amanda would say, y'all. Yeah. All right. So good to uh, to debrief, Jen. Yes, and, uh, and uh, yes, can't you, wait to be back. Right, and I think you will be putting information out, yes. and certainly reach out to Kim yes. for more information if you have any questions. Absolutely. All right. Have a Thank great you. Weekend sober. Bye.